0: blog talk radio welcome to ESPN 16 this is Tim Dunbar along with my co-host Nathan Bush we're here in a cold, windy Saturday afternoon in downtown Boise, Idaho, at the Boise Memorial Arena, to bring you the first ever Dance, Dunk, Devour competition, uh, brought to you, of course, in part by ESPN and our good friends over at the Food Network. I would like to thank them for the sponsorship uh, and all the the goodie baskets. But anyway, um, tonight... We're going to have uh, sort of the, uh, I don't know what to call it, uh, a draft, I suppose. You know, We've never done this before. This is the first time for all of us, um, where our competitors will uh, meet and uh, they will draw their music, their food, and uh, for their uh, upcoming routines. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of people looking forward to uh, some type of rematch between that great American champion, Ed Boggess, And, of course, the Canadian crooner, uh, Brad Peterson. But uh, let's see. uh, uh, We've got word from the floor that uh, we're ready to go. So let's, uh, let's go. Let's take it down. Over to you, Cecil. Good afternoon, Tim and Nathan. We're here in a warm, steamy, hot Boise Auditorium. Oh, here he comes! Oh, the crowd is stir. Ah, oh, here he comes! Here he comes! Oh, he's clearly the favorite. Look at this man! Look at him stride! Look at that po! That oh, the posture, unbelievable! Ramrod straight. What an amazing! Po- oh, here he is. He, uh, he hails from Shinston, West Virginia, of course. Um, he of course is recognized as the greatest athlete in Harrison County. Um, uh, he has a resume unequalled. Um, several uh, eating victories over the great. Uh, procrastinator, and liar, Bruce Um uh, He does in fact hold the uh, world record for the uh, most deep fried pickles eaten with mustard in five minutes. Uh, unbelievable. 346. Uh, incredible. Um, I mean, he's done it all. I've uh, been in the squared circle. Uh, uh, was briefly the NWA world champion after he uh, choked uh, Ric Flair to death on with a soggy mozzarella stick um, well, inside a steel cage, no less. Incredible. Incredible. Um, Currently uh, ranked number one in uh, the uh, World Pole Dancing Championships. And um, on a side note, he's going to be appearing as uh, Paulo Abdul in an upcoming uh, motion picture um, titled uh, My Time as a Laker Girl. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to introduce to you the one, the only, the Ed, these hips don't lie, the shins sinkhole bogus. Back up to you. Well, Nathan, that was quite incredible. Uh, Cecil in fine form again today. Uh, really fired up. Uh, Bogus, uh, pretty much. Uh, well, he's kind of an all-round uh, guy. The only thing that could probably get him into trouble is uh, is the odd musical selection, and we didn't really want to. He probably doesn't really want to pull hell food out of the uh, pile. Um, anyway, Nate, uh, what do we need to know about Bogus?
1: Uh, let's uh, give us a quick uh, overview of him. Well, Bogus comes into this event standing six foot tall, weighing him easily 195 pounds, the lightest competitive eater in the competition, and uh, really gives him an advantage to him when it comes to the dancing and to the dunking portion of this competition. One thing we'll say about Bogus: Bogus is uh, really he's a favorite here. He's basically been called West Virginia's very own Joey Chestnut, uh, and what he can do now. Ed Boggess wants to avoid all of the eastern dances. He says eastern dancing is not for him. He also told me that if he draws the Macarena, he has a special ensemble of jean shorts uh, that he will break out for the white man dad dance. So, we have to look out for that. Of course, the health food is a concern as Ed Bogus, uh failed to break the world record on chocolate Adkins shakes. Uh, he said that... Uh, not enough milk and not enough taste. But one thing is, to sure Competition will be stiffer here than it's been all over the United States, as uh, Bogus easily won the qualifier in uh, his hometown of Shenston, where he almost he basically went unopposed, and he was able to pull off a 360 between the legs dunk right after doing a slick cha cha, and of course he did it all while breaking the West Virginia National Grilled Cheese eating record as he ate 50 grilled cheese sandwiches in three minutes and 15 seconds. It was really a sight to behold. Uh, So, Tim, I'm going to kick it over to you.
0: Hard to argue with any of that, Nathan. Um, Of course, who can forget that? uh, Well, people are trying to forget that evening back in uh, 2017 in Pyeongchang when, of course, uh, Bogus well, he was accused of uh, trying to take out his competition. Uh, never should have paired up with Tonya Harding. That was a mistake. Um, probably one of the few blemishes on his career. Uh, of course, there is that... Uh, well, we don't like to talk about that uh, wrestling mishap uh, with uh, Abdullah the Butcher back in 97. Uh, but anyway. Uh, all right, I've got the word. Uh, okay, the, uh, the dance... Uh, uh, Bogus's dance is about to be posted, and here we go, uh, looks like, okay, okay it's Dances of the 50s. Wow! Oh, 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 this is going to, I think it's playing right into Bogus's wheelhouse, uh, and, uh, specifically, Dances of the 50s, uh, subgenre, uh, Boogie Woogie, oh my god, oh, the competition is, you can hear them groan. <laughs> From here, uh, Nathan, uh, Boogie Woogie, oh, good lord, uh, Probably one of Bogus's strongest dances, uh, of course, big fan of Valiant, Jimmy Valiant. Uh, Boogie Woogie is the dance for Bogus. oh my God. Um, this is going to be quite a night, this is really shaping up to be something. Uh, I don't know if that really can be beat, and, uh, let, let's see what he pulls for food, because uh, now he's just going to try to hope that uh, he gets in the uh, Western genre, because of course, deep fried is his uh, strong point, but anyhow. Let's see. Uh, 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 any comments, Nathan? The crowd is really buzzing after that uh, boogie-woogie pull for the dance. Bogus uh, can't help, he's got a bit of a smile on his face. A little cocky, but can't help it. I mean, couldn't really have for anything better short of pole dancing for him. Okay, here we go. Um, looks like the uh, food selection is in. Let's see, what do we have here? Um, Ooh, oh, oh, that's a bit, oh, that's uh, a bit of a shocker there. We've got uh, Finland has come up on the category. Not quite Eastern, but close. Um, this could get crazy. Oh, oh, no, he's drawn Turducken. Oh, my God, Turducken, and what's the second food? Spam? Oh, oh, Ed <laughs> Oh, Bogus has drawn turducken and deep-fried Spam. Oh, I don't know what he's going to do with those, but this is going to tax him, Nate. Um, I don't think we've seen uh, anything quite like that since the great uh, uh, debacle in uh, Turkmenistan back in uh, 97 uh, when uh, Bogus drew uh, licorice, um, gravy, and uh, I believe it was leg of lamb uh, and turned it into a magnificent performance, I might add. But oh, I'm shocked, Nate. Uh, you're gonna have to. I I don't have words for this. Turducken and, and uh, deep fried spam. Wow. What, what what do you figure about that?
1: Well, Bogus is the boogie-woogie bugle boy, a company sent, so he, he should be good there, Tim. But the, the Turducken draw, one of the worst draws. Only, according to my mathematics there only a, a .5% chance that Turducken would fly out here on this one. Turducken has not been seen in the competition since the early 80s in the debacle with East and West Germany where Turducken led to a full-scale riot and uh, a couple of uh, knives and forks were left in backs after that one. Well, of course, they were plastic, so you, you had to think how hard they were swinging them. But turducken drawn, this is a, a horrible, horrible pick. Fried Spam, a, a West Virginia specialty, but the turducken, it, it's not even prepared well. It, it's not prepared at all here. As uh, as as Bogus has went to the judges and, and asked turducken, uh, he is asking for an explanation on the rules and asking for... Some dipping sauces. The major problem you're going to see here with the Turducken is the dryness and the fact that Ed Boggis is known as a non sipper. During his eating portion of the competition, he's better known for his all-out dive-in-and-go attitude, and he just—he has this extra saliva gland that allows him to not have to sip, which saves him some time, but now turducken being so dry, no saliva gland will will be able to help here, as he is going to have to get some sort of liquid and have to be forced to sip. The only thing that could have been worse to him was the, the Whole Foods organic market uh, releasing this, this is bad. This is bad for Bogus. Uh, the the boogie woogie dance draw was great for him, but now he's really at a disadvantage here with turducken and fried spam. Uh, the only thing we could we could look for is here maybe there might be a loophole in the rules to where Bogus can somehow get some some sort of uh, honey dijon spicy mustard and and that may assist him. But uh, we're going to the rule book here and uh, we'll we'll let you know what we find out.
0: Well, Nathan, that was quite the surprise. Uh, I don't even know if we can beat that. uh, is, uh getting the uh, selections he did. But, but uh, moving on now, let's go to, uh, we've got number two on the board. Uh, our entry from Philadelphia, uh, the one and only uh, Thomas Robinson, or T.R. Shock, as he likes to be called when he's competing. Uh, I don't know, a lot of controversy surrounding Robinson these days. If, uh, of course, there was a uh, the allegations made about his uh, cat baby, uh, a lot of legal uh, it was in the news for a lot of the bad reasons. Legally, with the uh, uh, his uh, son, uh, little T.R., uh, um, sending him to Canada and uh, to a, uh, a work camp, uh, a lot of things. Uh, of course, uh, also, I mean, who can ca- forget? Uh, we've actually the uh, the I.O.C. and uh, Dick Pound have changed the uh, rules on uh, performance-enhancing drugs to include uh, Miller Light or Coors Light in Tom's case. Um, also, I mean, uh, he's brought about uh, inadvertently a lot of changes in the uh, garb and uh, the official uh, uniforms for the competitors after uh, he was accused of uh, trying to blind uh, some of his competition with that big yellow vest. And uh, we don't even want to get into the whole uh, how many pockets does this giant coat have uh, you know, hiding uh, condiments and uh, things of that nature in that giant coat. Uh, of course, also uh, he protested the uh, uh, several decisions by the uh, International uh, Olympic uh, Committee uh, over the uh, awarding of the uh, 2018 uh, gold medal. Um, he complained that uh, his uh, eating station and uh, dance floor were not well enough lit. Um, and uh, of course, there's that uh, famous audio of him. Uh, when they announced his uh, food in uh, 2018, there, uh, you know, oh no, I, I don't like that. I'm not going down that road. So uh, anyhow, Nathan, uh, what what do we need to know about Tom Robinson? Where are his strengths and weaknesses?
1: Well, Tom started a new exercise routine that includes 16 ounce curls, and he has been preparing uh, quite a bit for this event. Tim, we we know that we see the muscles, the definition. He's very imposing on his will. Uh, Tom's specialties include anything, not green, so he will be able to take over that. The only thing green he likes is, and I quote, my lovely coat, which the coat has been barred from stage side. So we do know that the, the coat has been barred, this issue coming down from the commissioner and uh, the the command coming from on high. Uh, one thing we do know is Tom, is uh, he's a striking, striking uh, competitor. He comes in, and he's full steam ahead and Tom will tell you that he has no plans on going home tonight, and he's also called out the sensei of cilantro, uh, Armando Martinez. Who can forget that taco battle they had in Santa Fe? Oh, <laughs> it was uh, one to behold, um, that's for sure. One thing we do know, Tim, though, is if Tom draws Philly cheesesteak or pizza, you might as well just Katie Bar the Doors because this one is over. Ed Bogus might be, you know, the, the Shinston sinkhole, but... Tom is where you send Italian and South Philly food to die. It's all over from there. The only thing I can attest that to would be yours truly. If given uh, a half a rack of ribs, it's game over. So I think Tom, if he can get that, he will have a a very good advantage. Tom, uh, if he can get the two-step or possibly come up with line dancing, uh, that will be on Tom, uh, a big Billy Ray Cyrus guy. He, he draws that. You might as well just forget it. And uh, his dunk, he may not even have to compete in the dunk competition as he will if he can draw that. Tim, I think he will wrap it up before we ever even get to the hoops. Uh, Tom is uh, he's a favorite here in Boise though for his potato. You're not wrong
0: about that, Nathan. I mean, uh, the last said about Tom Robinson and that uh, Armando Martinez taco debacle, the better. Um, I think I'm with you there, uh, Robinson, of course, uh, very good, uh, on the greasy end of the scale, uh, the, the healthier the food, the, uh, worse his odds get, uh, not a big fan of, uh, you know, if he was to pull, I don't know, whole wheat bread, uh, something like that, uh, we've got issues, and, uh, he's definitely going to have to make up for it in the condiments section, but anyway, let's, uh, let's go over to the, uh, to the table, uh, uh, Cecil, of course, uh. He was with us, but uh, apparently he he got into uh, the ribs and uh, he, he can't be seen on uh, on TV right now because uh, well it's uh, I mean train wreck. Anyhow, let's let's go down. Uh, let's see uh, as they announce our, the selections for uh, Tom Robinson. So let's see here. Of course, everyone uh, on edge uh, because this is really big after bogus' draw of uh, Treadaking and uh, Boogie Woogie. Uh, I don't know if uh, a lot was riding on this, and of course, uh, I don't think we've mentioned yet. The uh, prize money is an uh, all-expenses-paid trip uh, to uh, uh, Lexington um, or or Louisville. Your your pick. Uh, we're, we're not total animals here. Uh, to uh, uh, seven-day, seven-night uh, extravaganza at uh, at uh, uh, Kenny Boland's house. So, anyhow, let's see. Here we go. Uh, here comes the pick. Here we, we are. Oh, it's looking like... Oh! Oh, Nathan, I don't know about this. I'm a little... Ah. Uh, I don't know where to take this. It's really going to depend on the musical selection. Interpretive dance. Robinson has pulled interpretive dance. I do... I I don't know. Uh, I don't think this is his strong suit, Nate. I could be wrong about that. But uh, interpretive dance... Uh, I don't know, Uh, Robinson. Not really an artistic. This is really going to depend on the song, and uh, here we go. It's uh, oh, oh. I don't know about this, Nate. It's uh, "Karma Chameleon" by Culture Club. Uh, Interpretive dance, Tom Robinson, "Karma Chameleon." Uh, uh, I don't know. That's going to be tough from the for the Delco Destroyer. I'm not sure he's going to be able to deal with that one. Uh, this, the, the food pick better come up big, because if it doesn't, I think Robinson's in a lot of trouble. Let's see. The judges are bringing the, uh, the selection up uh, to, of course, uh, Commissioner Roger Goodell, who is going to... Oh, my... Oh, oh, Nathan. As you can clearly hear, there is not a sound in this auditorium right now. Tom Robinson has drawn tofu burger... On whole wheat toast. Oh my God! I think his career could be over. Tom, uh, Nate, sorry, I'm so I'm so tongue-tied. I, I can't believe it. Interpretive dance to Karma Chameleon and a tofu burger on whole wheat toast. <laughs> Frankly, uh, Nathan, I'm speechless here. Um, I mean, Tom Robinson could probably do a Michael Jordan-esque dunk, and it's not going to help him. I, I think he's sunk. A, I don't know. Uh, what say you?
1: The the comma chameleon culture club draw there has a <laughs> oh boy George. I I'm not sure what's what's going to happen there. Um, you know, not not the dance he wanted, but I think knowing Tom, he he's a creative guy, and and when his back's against the wall, he can come up with something. Uh, we've seen Tom pull rabbits out of his ass before, uh, so we'll we'll have to wait and see. The 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 tofu on whole the tofu burger on whole wheat. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's just that's a, that's a crusher right there. That's 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 Tom Robinson's worst nightmare come true. Um, and we're we're trying to find out if there will be again the rules committee will delegate the condiment selection. And of course, Tom does get a a choice of cheese, so the cheese may be the key here, Tim. If he's able to get a a highly processed maybe a cheese whiz to coat the the tofu burger, he may have a chance, but man, that, a rough draw. Well, I don't know if the crowd
0: is going to uh, be able to get over the shock of that last pick, but uh, we got uh, two more competitors yet. Uh, of course, we've got uh, from the West Coast uh, the Oxnard Assassin, Armando Mouth Martinez. Uh, you never really know with Armando. Sometimes he brings it, sometimes he doesn't. You can't be sure. And of course, uh, for a little bit of uh, international flavor, From north of the border in my own country, of course, we've got uh, Brad uh, Hot Pockets Peterson. Um, Now, this guy's a bit of an unknown uh, to the rest of the world, but in Canada, a national hero, uh, treasure, um, well known for, of course, competing in the, uh, uh, well, not competing in uh, winning the uh, Yellowknife uh, Open uh, International, uh, where he consumed uh, 32 uh, Wolverine uh, carcasses and uh, then eight. Uh, 52 gallons of uh, pureed uh, uh, beaver pelt. Uh, it was incredible. Um, Peterson, um, he's pretty new to the game. Um, of course, a little bit of background on him. Uh, he he hails from uh, from uh, what was his now? Oh, I, I, that says Chelsea. I thought that said Loserville. But anyway, uh, he, he's a big big uh, soccer fan. In fact, uh, he likes to compete in uh, his soccer kit. Uh, Of course, from uh, Chelsea, I don't know why he picked such a loser team, but he did. Uh, But anyway, uh, he's strong. uh, Still a bit, you know, not a seasoned professional yet, uh, new to the game. But uh, a hell of a dancer, from what I understand. And a well-rounded eater. uh, Can, uh, uh, Unlike uh, Robinson, can uh, go move into the uh, health areas. uh, Doesn't mind some uh, bean sprouts and things of that nature. Um, Of course, uh, he's coached by... uh, uh, his uh, wife Mary who as you well know well maybe you don't because uh, a little bit of as i said a bit of an unknown uh, she uh comes from the John Gruden school of uh, coaching so that tells you quite a bit right there uh let's go uh, down and uh, see what his picks are uh, Nate i don't know if you got anything to add to that because uh, i'm i'm not sure if what you know about peterson maybe uh, afterwards we can, you can tack something on here uh let's see uh, let's let's go to uh to uh, to the podium and see uh, Commissioner Goodell and, of course, his assistant uh, Dick Pound, because that's what uh, Roger and Dick like to pound. Uh, anyhow, uh, here we go. Let's see. The pick is uh, in. Let's see what we've got. All right. Here we go. Um, Dick Pound giving the selection over to Roger Goodell. And here we are. Uh, let's see. Oh! Oh! I, I think... Uh, Brad Peterson may have just jumped to the to the lead. He might just have become the favorite with this pick, Nate. You're not going to believe it. It's a big favorite of ours here on the show. Uh, Peterson has, p- has pulled uh, "Constant Craving" by K.D. Lang a- and uh, uh, square dancing. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if this could get any better for him. I mean, uh, a whole lot of Canadiana, square dancing. Well, not really. I mean, anybody can do that. And uh, Peterson, of course, uh, moves with the uh, grace of a uh, gardener. So this could be good. Um, let's see here. What is his uh, What is his uh, food going to be? Because this is really going to be crucial here. Oh, Peterson has rolled seven. Oh, he's rolled seven. You're not going to believe this, Nathan. He's pulled poutine. He's got KD Lang, Constant Craving, Square Dance, and poutine. Oh, my God. Is the fix on Nate? I'm not sure because uh, this seems to be awfully uh, advantageous. Uh, I mean, Bogus is... Oh. I've never seen Bogus look so defeated. His hands are in his in his uh, in his uh, in his lap and his face uh, he appears to be crying. Uh Robinson looks like he's just been told the uh, beer store is closed and he can't place any bets on the Eagles tonight. Um wow. Uh, uh color me shocked. Uh, well, color me bad. Color me purple, whatever you want to do, but that's incredible. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to make about that, but uh, first let's uh, let's get the uh, well, no. Let, let's go back to Nathan, and uh, let's get his uh, expert commentary, and then we'll uh, we'll go to our last competitor, uh, Armando Martinez.
1: Unbelievable! Peterson comes in as the the rookie here, the unknown, the the Canadian force, and draws Katie Lang square dancing and Poutine. Now, some of the weaknesses in his ball game have already been uh, removed because you know this is a guy he actually holds the uh, Manitoba poutine record. And the only issue would be here is gravy north of the border and cheese north of the border are a little different than what's going to be served here as we have uh, the finest catering south of the uh, the border here in the United States. So the gravy may be a little thicker. The cheese may not be curd, but still a good draw for him ne- nonetheless. And I know he's, he's thrilled with that. Of course, the great Katie Lang, I mean, who could forget Katie Lang and her, her constant craving? And we, we learned what that constant craving was about. But Peterson, what a draw for him. And, of course, we do want to remind everyone that uh, these lotteries are done at random. They are being watched over very, very carefully uh, by a select committee. And the committee is, is well intact. And they are sponsored uh, by the New York City uh, Mayor's Commission. So absolutely nothing wrong there for sure and uh being overlooked by some of the best and brightest in the game today um so the the draft lottery here uh really working in favor for Peterson Bogus uh uh he has some work to do Tom Robinson has already um apparently been into a, got into a fight with a fan and um you know he's not been removed from the premises but he has been chastised and uh called several several names and i think actually that uh since he has been chastised and called several several names, Tom uh may actually be thinking about proposing to the person that did
0: Well Nathan, once again your expert uh commentary, unbelievable, right on point. I mean we all know Tom's uh love of uh Lord of the Rings, so uh, you do the math. Anyways oh this just in oh well this is a bit of a shocker, Nathan uh, apparently Armando Martinez has uh, withdrawn from the competition um he uh, Dick Pound uh, about to uh, uh, give a statement from the the Martinez camp Uh, let's see here Uh, we don't want to listen to Dick uh, read it because of course he's a jerk Uh, let's see here Uh, they've been handed to me now uh, by uh, our man on the ground so that's a B Buxnort Uh, let's see All right, uh, Martinez uh, something about uh, Canadian bullshit um Uh, no Mexican foods represented in the contest. Uh, And I don't know, a very long diatribe about why Lionel Messi sucks. Uh, I really think, Nathan, this probably boils down to the fact that Martinez realizes with those selections that he's up against uh, superior competition here, and uh, he does not want to pull a repeat of uh, that Mexican, uh, uh, as we all know, back to the uh, World Cup where uh, Mexico was in fact slaughtered by... uh, guatemala uh in the uh round of uh 32 and uh or the round robin play as we call it uh the losses uh, to guatemala uh, uh south korea and of course that absolutely humiliating loss to uh, the united states uh, it's a kind of a sore spot for armando and uh, apparently he's uh, packed his uh, volkswagen van and uh, headed home uh so we won't see from uh, anything from Martinez which was unfortunate because uh, we were kind of hoping that he would get the uh, the uh, the tango and uh, call upon the services of uh, Ariba McIntyre who of course was you remember uh, uh, international uh, ballroom uh, dancing champion uh, from uh, nineteen eighty seven to uh, nineteen ninety four and a uh, well-known uh, West Virginia socialite and a uh, champion of small dogs. And, of course, single-handedly keeping the uh, red hair dye industry intact during the COVID. Um, but anyway, so uh, Martinez is out. So we're down to three. We've got uh, Bogus, uh Robinson, and uh, uh, out of nowhere, Brad Peterson. Um, I don't know, Nathan. Uh, I like Peterson's chances, but uh, you can't rule out the, uh, I mean, uh tom robinson a veteran and i mean bogus i mean if there's a competitor i mean bogus is basically uh kobe bryant uh michael jordan and uh i don't know uh, gm punk rolled into one i'm not really sure i think you get that uh you can't rule bogus out i mean that man has on several occasions been down and out and yet somehow i mean if they allow condiments this is what's really going to come down to nathan if they la- allow um and they have before; uh, the precedent is there. Uh, if you're allowed to s- secure your own condiments and as many a, a, and the quantity is not limited, uh, then that's going to open things right back up. Because as we all know, Robinson he just puts enough cheese on something; he can eat anything. I mean, I mean, yeah, you've seen his apartment. Uh, anyhow, so uh, back over to you, sir, for some uh, final thoughts, Nathan, and uh, then we'll get back to uh, our regularly scheduled programming.
1: Armando Martinez withdrawing is uh, not a surprise. Armando did have the uh, the luxury of going last year in the selection, so he was able to work around uh, any idiosyncrasies that may have arised. Uh, one thing we'll say about Armando is um, if he had drawn Wango Tango, the music from Ted Nugent, I think that may have uh, been enough to put him over the edge uh, with that tango. One thing we do know about Ariba McIntyre is, Tim is um, one of the greats she uh, she can dance with anyone but also fiery and uh, has been known to um, fall asleep randomly kind of has that rip van Winkle effect during the day and uh, not very good with loud noises so the uh, the, the the move by Martinez' camp not surprising. We remember Tijuana uh, was what Armando said as he left uh, and of course we all go back to that. We all remember what happened in Tijuana. Uh, a few years ago, the condiment uh, table will be the, the telltale. Will they allow only international condiments? Will there be a condiment draw? Will it be uh, serve yourself buffet style? Um, there's so many things that play into the strategy here. And of course we know uh, Tom Robinson, uh, a can of cheese whiz will leak can lead Tom to victory. Uh, Peterson may have the early advantage, but again, the thickness of the gravy uh, may come into play for him uh, with the sultan of the sultan of cilantro, Armando Martinez down now. That leaves a specific uh, group target we have here, and uh, there was no Latino representation this year, unfortunately. That's a that's a downer, but uh, we're looking forward to the competition. I think Bogus, Bogus, you're right. He, he's a fighter. He's uh, got a burning heart that's about to burst. Uh, a quest for answers and a, a quest for for victory here is is ed bogus and and we'll see what he can do and, and of course never rule out tom robinson he is a fighter from way back and uh he he says he might just do something about getting and i quote fired up so who knows who knows what can happen uh one thing is for sure the committee is is looking at the rules and we'll see what happens and we'll have an update um Overall, I think the the draft went well, the lottery. Uh, We'll see what happens. to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash Wide Men Can't Jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen T. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfund.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meets at StayClassyMeats.com, where you can use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all thirty teams in the league, and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, Wide Men Can't Jump, and follow us on Twitter. At Wide Jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. Ah, it's great to have live sports back, isn't it? Wonderful to be here. Back another week here on Wide Men Can't Jump. And there's so much to talk about in terms of sports, there's so much going on. It's a little bit of madness here. In, in the world that we're looking at, uh, but sports for the most part are coming back. We we've seen it. We've you know, we've talked about potential. Now we're starting to see plans go into action, and, and I'm telling you, there's just there's something about it that that will get you excited for sure. So looking forward to that. We got a lot to talk about here on this episode, and I do hope that everyone out there is staying safe and avoiding any potential hazardous places that you may end up and uh yeah we just want everybody to be safe and sound but joining me as always uh he's supposed to he should be back i think i hear him ladies and gentlemen from the great white north uh this is alberta's favorite uncle tim Dombroda, dombrova
0: been down with a still have we nate
1: maybe like otis man <laughs> off of andy griffith i just go down take a, take a sip and uh, <laughs> oh,
0: that's all good uh, are we still in boise or are we back in uh, I, I
1: think i think we we took the plane last night it's oh,
0: thank, i don't know thank
1: god <laughs> boise no offense to anyone from idaho
0: but good lord
1: <laughs> i mean I, I like potatoes but you know <laughs> kind of is what it is.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you <laughs> know, uh, here's your baked potato with pureed potatoes, sir. I uh, Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Not really. It's one of those things you can anyway. only
1: enjoy once. But you know, hey.
0: Yeah, well, no, I'm <laughs> a
1: potato guy. But I mean, come on,
0: now. I mean, have they never heard of a steak in Boise, apparently.
1: No, but man, we had a good time, and looking forward to to some more. Uh, what what a crazy world we're living in right now tim as as you've seen in and, and 2020 if uh if 2020 was uh was an album i think it would be chinese democracy because it has been a letdown and a half uh
0: oh, this year i mean and it's a good thing that like you know, we don't talk about the politics or any of that stuff no it,
1: no we don't
0: you know between the sports and the, between the the covid was more than enough we didn't need any of that stuff that came after it. Uh, it just, you know, talk about yeah. insanity after madness. I mean, it was just like, yeah, I, I, uh, you don't know whether you should dig a hole and crawl in it or what you should do, but hopefully the return of sports will uh, get people's minds off some other stuff. And maybe well, I think, I think maybe people are just miserable mate, because there's no sports. <laughs>
1: I mean, that, I think that has to play in with it, and I think they're having to spend time with their families, so that's also driving people insane in some cases. <laughs> nothing, um,
0: nothing, nothing like the love of a good woman to drive you in. Yeah,
1: well, you know. <laughs> uh, but, again, I saw I, I saw something online that made me, made me chuckle a little bit, and we, I had to laugh because, you know, it, it's true. It said, you know, here we are. We're about halfway through the year. We're getting close um and always remember that you can't judge an entire year by the first half just like you can't judge a football game by the first half just ask the atlanta falcons uh so that was that was pretty funny i thought and it popped up the 28-3 score against the patriots so there's some merit to that let's make the second half of the year better than the first and uh let's take you know uh, life's got us down 28-3 to let's put in brady and let's make uh, life make bad play calls and, and do stupid shit, and let's uh, let's take it over and let, let's do it.
0: Not never, never too late for a comeback.
1: Never, never too late for a comeback. Unless Jameis is your quarterback, or you're the uh, Philadelphia
0: seventy
1: sixers. Well, uh, let's. Can I make a statement here? Let, let's talk for a second. Uh, some people, you know, the, everyone knows I'm a Tampa Bay fan uh, in basketball. What has been happening, though, is th- this this popped up on my timeline yesterday. A whoa, friend of whoa, mine tagged whoa, me whoa, whoa, whoa. Hello, Jake, hold, if you're hold, listening.
0: Hold on a second. You're a Tampa Bay fan in basketball, you just said.
1: Football. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, I've been in there, the steel. I, I thought, did I miss
0: something? Uh, was there, I fall asleep and fall in a time warp, or what happened there? But maybe. Okay. Anyway. Uh, anyway,
1: all right. Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers fan in football. Jameis Winston is confident about his abilities. Here was what was reported yesterday. I know what I'm worth. Historically, I'm one of the best quarterbacks to play the game. That's Jameis Winston on his NFL career. Now. Uh, Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, First off, no, Uh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, no, I'm not throwing any shade at Jameis, but... Somebody needs to explain to Jameis what historically means, because apparently uh, it's not in the history of the last six months of Tampa Bay quarterbacks that you're the best one. I mean, what stat is what stats is he using to back this up?
1: I guess the fact that that he was, you know, he won the passing title, but he also won the interception title last year. And he forgets that. He's like, well, I threw all these touchdowns and had over five thousand yards. Yeah, but you threw thirty picks, you dumb yeah. shit. Yeah, you're, you're so, even
0: at, at best. You're even. So
1: what was eight, and eight? They went like what? Eight and eight, seven and nine with Jameis as the quarterback last season.
0: Um, yeah, I believe I believe you're correct. Um,
1: yeah, at seven and nine, if I'm not mistaken, didn't make the playoffs, didn't win the division, didn't even have a winning record. And you're want to talk about you're one of the best to ever? Do it. Come on. You're not. Uh.
0: Sorry, sorry. You're not. Like no, you're even, not. I, I mean, I'm willing to say. yeah uh, I mean, is he a? If you throw out the interceptions, which kind <laughs> of like a saying a baseball picture pitcher, if you're going to throw out walks. um Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's not that he doesn't have some tools because he does. But. Yeah, he's not even. I mean, he is he even in like the top. He's not in the top ten for sure. I don't even know if he's in the top twenty in the league.
1: I uh, it would I guess it would really depend, but uh, who knows. But I, I saw that yesterday and I had to laugh and, and I, I laughed a lot. And then I uh <laughs> then I said, Well, Jameis, I am gonna chalk it up to Jameis to been drinking again here during the, the pandemic. That's all I can think. Uh, but yeah, James, you're not one of the best to ever do it, buddy. I mean, you're you're not even one of the best right now to do it. Matter of fact, you can't no. even find to do it right now. You're you're still looking for a job. Yeah.
0: Well, is that you – know, that that's part of the these guys? They they tend to do that when they 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 burn in the bridge, man. Like you're not helping your cause when you say something like that. I mean, confidence is one thing, but when you can't really don't have much to back it up it's a little you know it probably makes it does make you look like a bit
1: of a goofball you got replaced by a 42 year old quarterback how does that make you feel well, yeah uh, yeah I,
0: go ahead I, I hope we are not headed down the path of i don't have a job a la mr kaepernick because of something that i'm not going to say at this moment
1: Well, Um, Jameis Winston, if he tries to pull that, everybody will be like, no, because you had too much stuff covered up at Florida State for anybody to. uh, uh,
0: Kaepernick's not even getting away with it. People are going, okay, dude. I mean, all right, all that other stuff aside, but you were a mediocre quarterback at best on your best day.
1: At least he took the Niners to the playoffs. Yeah. Jameis has yet to go there.
0: Yes, I mean, at least in his defense, he, he did at least win a few games. But as far as his individual skills go, he is average at best. And it's not really that surprising to me that he's not in the league anymore, to be honest. I would
1: take it's... Colin Kaepernick over Jameis Winston right now. I would. Uh, yeah, well, I don't take, know about okay, right take, now. Take away the media. Okay, both in both in shape, both in football shape. You take away the media distractions that both calls just as a player. I'm picking Colin Kaepernick over the stats that I'm seeing over what I've seen. Both guys do. I'm taking Colin Kaepernick over James. If I can, if I
0: can have Colin Kaepernick the year that he took the 49ers. Well, didn't they get all the way to the
1: Bowl? Yeah, they made it to the Bowl.
0: Okay. If I can have that Colin Kaepernick, yeah, I'll take that one over James any day. Now, do I want a Colin Kaepernick that hasn't seen a football in what? Two and a half years.
1: Well, again, you know, of course, but when it comes down to it.
0: But he would have you believe that he's game fit and ready to go, and I I don't care how much he's been working out. You haven't seen the football field in 30 months, dude. Like, no. Even if you were good, you don't have it anymore. You can't not play for that long and be any good. Sorry. Not that position. No,
1: No, that's a position that's ever-evolving. But, again, it, it calls for the right system. Jameis, you know, wish him well. Uh, but I just I don't see well, it. Just unless yeah, he unless I mean, he can correct unless he can correct that gunslinger mentality where he tries to make too much out of something that's not there. He never learned to throw it away. He never learned to just live to fight for the next down.
0: Yeah. Somebody that he has to get paired up with a coach who he'll listen to. And that wasn't going to
1: happen in Tampa. That just right. was not going to happen in yeah. Tampa. He's got to find one that
0: that, and maybe now that he's not that uh, he realizes he's expendable, um, maybe he does listen because he does have. I mean, inside of a system, he'd be fine. He just doesn't play inside of it. He's for like you said, he's forever going for the money ball, and he misses as much as he hits, and just yeah. can't have it. So
1: imagine imagine pairing him him and Bill Belichick up. If See, anybody could would, get, it would yeah. be interesting. Because if anybody well, can get him to slow down and go through his reads and progressions and make him play as a quarterback, I think it's Bill Belichick. I think Belichick could, could easily do so. I mean, you'd
0: think all you would need to hear is, you know, dude, you you have the skills, just listen. And we could possibly, we could maybe get you to the title game if you just follow the program. But for whatever reason, that's a hard thing for guys to do when they, as you said, well, when he was covered up. When he was expo- he wasn't exposed at Florida State, probably should have been. And he came into the NFL thinking he was all that the bag of chips when he was only a bag of chips.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of bag of chips, Eddie Lacey No, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, anyway, oh <laughs> Yeah, it oh was a low blow. Sorry, Eddie, you're welcome here anytime. We're the wide man, we're with you. We love bags of chips here. Uh yeah, um, chips
0: are good. All chips are over chips. Did, yeah, what did you oh, think? did you see? What did oh, you think okay. of those new ch- we got, yeah, what, did you th- <laughs> what did you think of that?
1: The Baconator ba- Pringles?
0: Yeah, bogus. Are you listening?
1: Baconator yeah, that, Pringles. Yeah, I saw the the advertisement for Baconator Pringles, and I'm like, okay, you have my attention. I was, it's, it's hilarious. We brought up the same thing. I, you've got my attention now. Can it deliver? That's gonna be the question.
0: Well, it could, yes, because it could be a total train wreck. Good. I mean,
1: I've been. I've well, had some high hopes for some for some chips before and been let down.
0: I mean, well, okay think about it now? Baconator. All right, bacon on chips has been done. That they can do. Yes. Okay, but the beef part, it's been done. Uh, yeah. Okay, but now we're putting them together. This is getting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're getting. Now we're getting. You ever the had gritty, cheeseburger yeah.
1: Doritos? You ever had cheeseburger Doritos? Uh, no, I don't think so. It was a thing from years and years ago. Uh, they weren't bad. They really weren't bad. I'll, I'll give Can credit. We,
0: did they ever have the fries and gravy ch- chips down there?
1: No, no, they didn't. That's a amazing thing.
0: Yeah, they had them here, and that was a total mess. Yeah. Well, but,
1: see, we had we had biscuits and gravy chips. Okay, and I'll be I honest, don't I don't know how they tasted I never tried one.
0: I just don't know how that could be any good because you could just never live up to biscuits and gravy. I mean...
1: Especially when Mama Bush makes them. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just don't know how... Too many
1: people... You know, that's a food that
0: too many people ate for, you know, years and years and years in their own homes and then you're going to try to
1: copy it in a chip.
0: Yeah, That's that's a risky Dr.
1: Tom Pritchard was impressed with them, believe it or not. (laughs) Uh, He came into a wrestling show one time and was asking if anybody had seen them and a buddy of mine brought him a bag and he actually really enjoyed them. So Tom Pritchard approves the uh, biscuits and gravy potato chips. So, uh, Dr. Tom approved, What? Uh, but I never tried them. I never tried them. So I can't give a review.
0: Fair enough. Uh, how did we, speaking of which not to change the subject, quick, but quickly, uh, how did we ever get Kenny Boland to give us that seven day, seven night prize? Did that cost us money?
1: Uh, I'm sure it did. It, it, come, it comes out of your cut, so it's okay.
0: Oh, all right. No, hell with that, Shackelford.
1: <laughs> no, nah, what I did was I traded him some Stay Classy Meats, and it, it seemed to work. No, going to no, trade, no. And he's going to call Stay Classy Meats back and then get double his money.
0: We are not paying Shackelford this month.
1: Oh, sucks to be him.
0: Well, you know, missing meetings. You know, we had Spotify on the line the other day. Shackelford doesn't show up. Makes me look bad. No pay He's for you, Fern.
1: <laughs> He's a bum. <laughs> Keep him around. He uses those three I, kids as an excuse.
0: I happen to know, though, that he has a, a wrestling figure uh, fetish. Uh,
1: well, we won't talk about those. But nevertheless, now let's dive into some basketball talk here. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, let's actually just okay. dive into some sports talk because there's uh, there's quite a bit going on in the sports world. If you uh, look closely here, uh, Tim, you're you're our man who covers hockey. You're the hockey guru here for the wide men. Indeed, uh, they. You were telling me about the progression. What are we looking at here with the NHL? How well, long till we're back on the ice?
0: That's a good question because they, uh, depending on where you're at here, they're still trying to narrow down. Uh, where they're going to do this at for hub cities. Cause of course um, they want to be on board with the uh, health authorities. So they just don't want to do anything and then have the, you know, get it all set up and then have the health people step in and drop the hammer. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how stuff works for you guys down there, but up here, the health department can put a, you know, they don't need a, a legal they can just call it a health emergency and put the kibosh on everything in like 10 seconds and would. Um, But I do have it on good authority. And it actually came out today that uh, uh, Edmonton and Calgary both been cleared by the health authorities and the government. Uh, Their teams are back at practice with uh, conditions, of course. Um, And I believe uh, Vancouver has just received uh, permission from their provincial government, uh, state government for the Americans that um, they've been given a special uh, – I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, they don't, they, they've given them a different set of rules they have to adhere to, and it's basically um, uh, they all have to stay in the same hotel. Uh, they can only travel by private transportation to and from the ho- uh, hotel to the rink. Uh, they will be tested, uh, temperature tested, and tested twice a week the COVID. And they were uh, and they got a bunch of other stipulations thrown in there. So I think probably what we're waiting for in hockey is uh, where they're gonna uh, I'm because I'm sure they want to have at least one city in the states, probably two. So they're probably just waiting to see a little longer because I, I would have to think that New York City would probably be one of them, even though that's a bit of a
1: nightmare at this point. And I'm guessing... That'd be the last place I'd be trying to go.
0: I know, but because it's the media center and all that stuff, that's probably one they're trying to hold on to as long as they can before they dismiss it. Tampa is probably going to be one of them, or somewhere in Florida, but probably Tampa. And California is kind of in the same boat as New York. I mean, they've kind of yeah. had an upsurge. In, Have they thought so, about maybe Buffalo? I don't know. That's Because I know they had they consider Toronto, but they've kind of ruled it out because... It's still a bit of a hot spot.
1: Um, well, I mean, Buffalo is close enough to Toronto and New York to where you could possibly uh, still get that media coverage, but at the same time, yeah, uh, you're kind of safer. It's a smaller population, and we're into the summertime I mean, now, so you don't have to worry as much about the the weather per se. I'm
0: wondering if it has more to do with the facilities. Maybe. The the, the, the rink in, ba- in Buffalo is not bad, but it's not a part of a – like, Vancouver's is all part of a complex. Edmonton's mm, is all part of That might have something all, to
1: do with it. Yeah,
0: Edmonton's is all part of a complex. Downtown, you know, where Madison Square Garden is, I mentioned, there's a hotel 30 feet from Madison Square Garden, no doubt,
1: anyway. Oh, so I that, mean, that's, you know, middle of Manhattan. There's hotels right, everywhere. So,
0: so. so that kind of stuff is a little easier to deal with. I don't, you know, Buffalo's not, as far as cities go, no knock on Buffalo, but it's
1: not the biggest. Well, it's not approach. really a destination city. Right, right. Per se. So, you
0: know, like at Tampa, you know they can they can have it at the rink, and there's probably 45 hotels within 10 minutes of the rink, so that's not a difficult thing to do. Um, I would think they'd probably like to go somewhere else, maybe be, uh, in the Western time zone at least, you know, so that not yeah. I mean is Phoenix,
1: over. maybe maybe uh, Arizona. That's a, possibly,
0: I mean, well, ve- uh, I kind of thought maybe Vegas. Vegas, yeah, yeah,
1: that could be a know, well. Uh, ve- Vegas yeah, I mean, actually makes more sense than any place, honestly. I think. Vegas is a, a good spot for them because, you know, they're starting to open back up a little bit now and you can, I mean, hell the then NHL with the money, they could, they could just buy out, you know, a whole hotel well, here. This is our hotel for a well, while. I
0: mean, the, the franchise has already got, you know, there's a franchise there. So there's an arena. Yeah. All you need to really do is secure accommodations and that shouldn't, or you would think there'd be people lining up for that after not really being able to do much yeah. business. Yeah, I mean, the
1: strip in Vegas, I mean, if you want to talk about stuff happening and and places to go in terms of accommodations. I mean, my God, Caesars Palace is is bigger than, you know, most cities.
0: Yeah, I I, I would say it's basically down to that. And just to make sure that whatever kind of protocol they've got in place, because they don't want to have, which we can just segue nicely, is that I see there are some NBA players that are starting to bitch about Orlando.
1: Well, I don't know why they're bitching about Orlando.
0: What's wrong with Orlando? I'm not sure what their what their issue is. Uh,
1: like, are they pissed they can't go out to like a, a club or something? Is it is it there's no, you know, it's not New York or LA? Well, I mean, what what do they want here?
0: Apparently, it's uh, players are somewhat upset about the restrictive and isolated m- nature of the Orlando bubble which includes no visitors until after the first round of the playoffs, which is seven weeks after the beginning of the of a mini training camp. So there are some guys, I guess, with families and stuff that aren't really.
1: Well, paid. I mean, that's they not don't... just Orlando, though. That, that's the entire, that, wherever you go, if you're in New York, if you're in L.A., if you're in, no matter where you're at, you're going to have to be restricted. Because you're, uh, you know, this is about keeping players healthy and safe. And this is about getting and finishing the NBA season. I understand you don't want to be alone, you don't want to be away from your families, or you know, if you're not a family man, you you want a good whore. Let's just be honest here. That's what you're after, and I get that. But at the same time, that's not what this is about. This you're team's not paying you to come down there on vacation. This is about basketball, right. and this is about going to work. This ain't about having a good time and getting away.
0: Well, I'll just, I mean, this is the statement. Players are citing a number of concerns, including family situations, the inability to leave the resort campus, of course, the coronavirus and the implications surrounding the emergence of social justice causes in the country. Uh, Players will not be allowed to leave the bubble environment without a 10 day quarantine upon their return. So if you do leave, then you're out of action for basically two weeks. I, I, I don't know. Like, I guess at some point, Right, I mean, safety first, obviously. Um, and do you? I mean, if you don't want to play, yeah, you know, if, you don't I, wanna, I guess, if
1: you don't want to, if you you don't want to play, don't go. That's, that's all I, I mean, can really tell you to do. I mean,
0: it's your it's your right not to. Um, you're not going to get paid, mind you. You
1: won't get paid, and you're going to have a bunch of people, not a bunch please, of people, pissed but, at you. I mean,
0: I would have to think that the being in the Orlando – I mean. Most of the guys, anyway, can easily afford to bring their families. There might be the odd guy that that might be a financial strain, perhaps. But to be honest, not really. Are um, they allowing I I, them
1: to bring their families? Because I heard they weren't even going to allow that.
0: I don't see anything that says you can't. I mean, I'd be telling them if you're going to put them in, if you're going to put me inside this bubble, you're putting my wife and two kids inside this bubble too. Unless there's not room for that, I, I, I don't know. But I mean let's be honest, Nate. I mean I I don't want to sound like a, a jerk or anything, but there's all kinds of people who work all kinds of jobs who don't see their families very much. Yeah. All year I mean, all military, year. All year long. Yeah,
1: or the military you're dri- and you're a truck driver
0: driver, you, you work any kind of shift work where maybe you work at night and you're and you're or during the day or whatever, you're like and you're on a different schedule. I mean, this happens. Yeah. Lots of people don't. Lots of people don't work where they live. I mean, this is not uh, a thing that's unique to these guys in their situation. This is probably going to be, or hopefully, it's a one-time thing. It's seven weeks. Yeah, it might suck a little bit. Suck it up and and get it done. And like I said, if you don't like that, that's fine. Then uh, tell your team you're not going, and sit at home if that's what you want to do. But I would think yeah. that I mean that bu- that bubble has got to be safer than where most people are at. I would think, especially with you all would the, assume. well, I don't think any, any NBA players, there might be a couple of the biggies, but most of them are probably not getting tested twice a week. I highly doubt it. Oh yeah. yeah so to that, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I guess nothing is going to be perfect. Uh, This kind of sounds to me like it's about as I mean, if they want to have a season, this is going to be the, this is the option for them or nothing. So I guess you got a choice to make.
1: Yeah, I mean that's kind of the way you have to do it. Uh, let me bring in some of the um, some of what I've been reading up on here. Uh, here's a couple of updates: the NBA and the NBA Players Association agreed to conduct performance-enhancing drug tests resumed uh, during the 2019-2020 season in Orlando. Tests for recreational drugs will be suspended. So. Think about that for a second. You've been at home doing, I'm assuming this is about marijuana. It's going to be my assumption, but recreational drugs, if you get them while you were off, don't worry about it because they're going to let you get back. They're not going to, now they will test for like steroids and things of that nature, but what do you think about that? No uh, recreational drugs will be tested for. I guess they're going to say, you were at home for a while and we understand. Probably needed yeah, drugs to put up with some of the crap yeah, you had I mean, to deal with. Uh, uh, not that we're condoning recreational drug use. Well,
0: okay, but well, hey, what drugs are we talking about? That would be the first thing. Well, I, mean, I in, again. Okay, well, I live in a country where marijuana is, is legal, so for me, that's a bogus argument. Although I know it's not the in the states. The devil's but latest. <laughs> the devil's the Peruvian. Uh, well, no, that's cocaine. Is the Peruvian marching powder. Um,
1: yeah, easy there I don't want
0: none of that Yeah, um, yeah I mean, okay, the hard, the hard stuff Alright, fair enough, because that is I mean, it's I don't know, I mean, the argument's been made But I'm not really sure how marijuana is In a, in a performing enhancement drug no. Not sure uh, yeah, right. I, I mean, to me, that's no different Than if you, oh, well, you had two beers Before the game, I mean, I still really see I, mean, geez, I would rather
1: my guy smoke weed before the game than have two beers honestly yeah,
0: yeah so i mean i guess yeah i mean i guess they're going to say is that it, it, we couldn't we can't really expect you to indefinitely put whatever kind of social life they have on hold uh we realize that this stuff happens um probably happens a lot more than anybody wants to admit to be honest and uh we don't. Well, can we really afford to? We're going to start up the season, and we're going to give everybody a drug test. Oh, good lord! Seventy-two percent of you failed. Now what?
1: And the only man that's playing for the rest of the season, is – well, uh, no one. It's that. <laughs> you know? It's that really. Oh wait wait wait, re- wait 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 wait! It looks like no no his came back positive.
0: That's that really 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 third string white guy whose name you don't know. <laughs> Oh man! That, then, <laughs> it, and that's not a black thing either. That's just anybody's money. You Kevin, know, Kevin Hooter. Kevin Hooter is the
1: only man allowed to play for the rest some, of the season.
0: Some, some guy from from you know some team in, that isn't a small market team that lives in you know Nebraska and just never did it. You know. No, not uh, in Nebraska.
1: Oh no. Absolutely not. Um let's see here. Another another update here. Uh you brought this up. Players uh the expected protocol if they do leave the Orlando the quarantine for no less than ten days. And there was another update. Uh, they must have two negative coronavirus tests afterwards. So not only will you be quarantined for ten days, then you have to be tested twice for the coronavirus before you're allowed to come
0: back. Well again, being- you know, that's that is kind part of, of the been safety. this. It, well, it's been part of the standard that's sort of been set in other areas of existence. Well, well so, let's
1: let's let's talk about that for a second. I was listening to um, the Jim Ross podcast, Grilling Jr. Free plug for them. Uh, and and actually, uh, you know what? Go ahead and check out Jr.'s barbecue sauce as well. Uh, Jrsbbq dot com. Man, that barbecue sauce is is killer. It's, it's worth it. Go get it. But. Um, I will say that I was listening and they he was talking about being brought into Orlando or not Orlando but Jacksonville for the AEW tapings and that they are kind of quarantined there as well but you know not as long as the NBA guys are they fly out weekly but he said that they are not only being tested almost twice daily that they're there so normally about four times within a 2-day span every uh, time they that's... come in and go out they're being temperature checked they're getting, they're being checked in every way possible. They're wearing masks. They're not interacting with anyone. It's just them inside that building. And, and really that seems to be the smart way to go about it for now.
0: Well, you know what, hap- you know, what's going to happen if if they don't have every safety precaution they can think of and somebody gets it, let's say. Lawsuit. Even if it's, yeah. You're going to get sued. And we're talking not about suing you know white men can't jump for eighty two dollars and forty seven cents. We're talking about you're suing the NBA or the NFL yeah. or, or whoever it might be, and that's going to be a multi you know that's going to be hundreds of millions or billions possibly and I hate to say it, and I don't like to talk about as we said, we try to avoid the politics here but Absolutely. with the general but with the general mood of the of the nation for your country and in general the Western hemisphere. You don't know what might happen in a court of law. Common sense right now seems to be a little
1: Money, short. Uh, you yeah, got you that right. Know. So you, yeah, I'm we, we sure. may have to break down. We may have to break down you and I and do a, a political show one of these days where we just bitch uh, and, and let our really, actual viewpoints out because we we're on different probably, sides on a lot of stuff. But not that stuff. We're not.
0: No. On the small things we are, but the big picture we're not. We should probably bring uh, Mr. New on as the voice of uh, legal reason, we
1: really and should.
0: Uh, and and have a chat about the legal ramifications of all that stuff. And cause I'm know, sure well, like I
1: said, we should try and do that next week. I'll I'll call sure. Steve and we'll try and set that up because uh, he actually I talked to Steve the other day and we were talking about uh, you know just you know shooting the breeze and how much he enjoys the podcast and you know, always tell us he wants to come back on whenever he gets a chance and he's a busy dude right now. Uh is Stephen P Like he's got so much going on. But he always makes time for, for wide men can't jump and we do appreciate him for that. And uh, uh <laughs> and we broke Twitter the other day with <laughs> Stephen P <Pidu. laughs> We gotta we we ended up I mean on, you I
0: mean you you gotta wonder if there's not a lawsuit coming his way for that.
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can, you know, we posted, Mr. I don't know if anybody <laughs> missed it. You, if you missed it, go back and look. It, it, was, it was fantastic. Uh, I mean, there's, posted, we, a, Tim and I, oh, let, let, let's pull back the curtain. Let's just tell you a story. Tim and I, late last week, were having this conversation. Right? We were talking about uh, Kenny Omega because, as you all know, we're both wrestling fans, and you know, Tim and I are not crazy about Kenny Omega. I am like, oh my god. We don't
0: um, we don't hate him, but we No, no. Far- I,
1: I I think he's no. good. But he's but I don't from think greatest... he's as good as he is, as he thinks he is. Right, or as
0: they try to advertise him
1: as. Here's what here's what I, I never try to comment wrestling stuff on the wide men page um, negatively. I always try to do positive wrestling posts. Um, but the other day Kenny Omega just he crossed the line with me. And I didn't even say anything bad. All I said was, um, <laughs> let me see. Let me, I'll read it verbatim. I'll read it verbatim because it, it dumbfounded me that that came out well, right of this. It was bad.
0: definitely an analogy that no sports person should ever make. In Not any way, even, shape, or form, Yeah, uh, yeah to quote did, Jim did, Justice.
1: Did. There's just
0: no way to, you quoted. Oh, good lord! This show has jumped the shark.
1: Oh yeah, we have. It's <laughs> over. Okay, so some here was okay. here was the here here was the the quote. Basically, it was people talking about. Uh, there's people talking about this whole thing with with, with uh, Kenny Omega and 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 all these different things and. Uh, Kenny Omega tweeted some, some things here. He said, um, and he was talking negatively about Harley race, which I'm not a big fan of. And um, this guy says it's kind of, this guy said that uh, certain people in the wrestling business have. um, What's the term here? They, they have criticism for him. And the guy says, it's kind of funny how you never address the specific criticism of your in-ring work that people have. Here was Omega's reply. Reply? Reply. Here was his reply. God damn, dude. I'm off tonight, and I apologize. No kidding. Out there. I'm having a time. <laughs> I do apologize. All right, here it is. Kenny Omega says, I'll get around to it after Michael Jordan responds to the criticism of his jump shot. See you later. I yeah, had to tweet well, something. Okay, what did you tweet I had to tweet here? something. I tweeted, the first tweet was, wow. Compare yourself to Michael Jordan, wow, unbelievable. I tweeted back and no, over, right? and I said this, I'm, I'm not an Omega hater. He's not my favorite thing, but I think he's a good worker and has good to great matches paired with good to great workers. But to compare yourself to Michael Jordan, that's just a little silly to me. So that was my response. And then you and I were talking about it that evening. We were like, you know, this dude, comparing himself to Michael Jordan, this is the guy that throws the, the silly jazz hands that people talk about all the time. And and then we both started to talk about Steve. Because
0: in <laughs> Charleston,
1: West Virginia, there was a live episode of AEW Dynamite. Steve knew, had front row seats. I was there. I was in the building. Steve was sitting front row opposite the hard cam. And if you haven't seen this, it is the greatest thing on the internet. It was Steve New doing jazz hands behind Kenny Omega, who's doing some kind of jazz hands himself. And it is hysterical. And we talked about it, and we looked for it forever. And I finally found it on a Reddit forum, thank God. And I posted it on Twitter. And this hadn't resurfaced in a while. And it blew up. Like, it... It got like 133, you know, <laughs> really? uh, likes, and, and well, Steve it was, shared it. The last, the last time I it was,
0: looked, it was like a, in the what, 25,000 or something crazy. It was yeah, nuts.
1: it was getting it was getting ridiculous. It got seen by like 25,000 people, and and all this stuff. And, and <laughs> so I talked to Steve about it, and Steve thanked me because he'd been looking for that. And I said, "Well, I found it, and I sent it to him." So uh, it's just funny. Yeah. The reach that some of the people we have is, and, and the funny stories of how you can go from different places. I, mean, uh, I don't
0: I don't doubt if you walk into new law offices, there's a TV in the corner with that
1: thing playing on a loop. And there should be. And oh, I'm not. But
0: speak. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not arguing it. I, I think it's
1: great. <laughs> I mean, so speaking of Stephen P. New, let's go ahead and pay some bills, Tim. Time to thank Stephen P. New, the law offices of Stephen P. New. We'll be back and we'll talk a little more here about some more of the basketball restrictions and things of that nature. Let's hear from Stephen P. New. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208- Nine one six nine or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Six nine. Stephen P. New answers to your legal questions. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code Men to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com you can save 10% on your order with promo code Men, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in a three pound of Montana grass fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality products out there, stayclassymeats.com is for you again at com right now again thanks to the law officers of Stephen p new and the great stay classy meats for hooking us up with all of the best content of meat that we can have stayclassymeats.com now's your chance go order com. can you believe Nick, Tim, are that you that with that... me
0: i am but can you believe that stay classy meats that they are uh, still uh even with the social distancing rules, still producing great, uh, uh, classy meat.
1: That's the that's the name of the game.
0: You know how but. do
1: i got to know? I mean, how are
0: they killing those things without getting close? Long long distance snipers, maybe.
1: I'm thinking bows and arrows. I mean, they're located <laughs> in Montana. It's near where Custer <laughs> went down. I'm thinking it's it's got to be bows and arrows.
0: They could just be running them off the edge of a cliff.
1: Or that. But who's going you down know, there and cleaning it up?
0: Did you know there's a place uh, called that in Alberta?
1: What? Go down there and buffalo, get
0: it? A uh, buffalo jump.
1: where uh, Back in the buffalo day, jump. The, and
0: where the uh, Native Americans used to run the buffalo off a cliff. They would just yeah. chase them until, until they ran to that spot and fell off, and they'd be down at the bottom to uh, process the uh, meat, so to speak. A little bit of Canadiana what? there. A Canadian moment.
1: <laughs> this moment in Canadian history.
0: Brought to you by the makers of Maple
1: syrup. <laughs> Brought to you by Eco Pro. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, a little more oh, update boy. here on. Uh, so, yeah, you're welcome for that. Okay. Uh, if you haven't watched in your house from this past <laughs> from NXT on the WWE Network, do it. And if you want to hear more about it, check out in this ring with me and Joe P. As we talk about it. Uh, all right, anyway. Here's another
0: uh, update. Who who else? Wasn't somebody squawking in the NBA yesterday or the day before and needed a good slap? Um,
1: it's hard saying.
0: Oh, our, our good boy, uh, uh, our, our fan favorite, big fan, the uh, show's just a huge fan of his. In fact, uh, one of our compatriots, uh, Mr. Robinson, just loves this guy. Uh, <laughs> Joel Embiid.
1: Oh, Joel.
0: Did you you see what he said?
1: I did not. Fill me in on that.
0: Joel has apparently uh, been working harder than ever and is uh, working out past uh, uh, harder than he's ever worked out before during the COVID.
1: Well, good for him.
0: And I'm like, okay, uh, Joel, do you remember last year when you were in the NBA playoffs? Are you trying to tell me that you're working harder now? when you're not with the team or anything else than you did when you were in the middle of a playoff run.
1: You punched, Well, I mean, you know. it wouldn't shock me if he actually was because, you know, if he's tired the next day, he can lay in bed. He doesn't have to actually go out yeah. and, and, and work it, out if he doesn't want to.
0: True. I got to wonder, too, when Joel says working out, he might not necessarily be talking about basketball skills. Well, he might be yeah. playing video games, and he's working really yeah. hard at it. I was thinking maybe pulling a groin playing soccer like he did the last time. <laughs>
1: brilliant man, isn't he? Um, You know, it was voted online here as I was looking on Twitter the other day. There was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of the sports sites are just putting up kind of just as much as they can just to get, you know, some kind of content out there. And one person put up, who's the most disappointing team in the NBA this season? And then Twitter users, it was no surprise, Twitter users, overwhelmingly, almost everybody put the 76ers because this was a team that everybody looked at and said, you know, they should be a top-two seed in the East, and right now they're sitting, like, I think, sixth. Um, and that's just a major letdown for them. But it's not surprising looking at that team because, again, people were saying, oh, they've got this and they've got that. They don't have what they need. They, they have... No real outside scoring yet. They are sick. They, they are they never tied ha- with Indiana. They could go up. To they 10, never right? have though. I mean, they haven't. They haven't had any outside. Their best run, their best chance, and I hate to give this guy credit because he's a piece <laughs> yeah, of fucker. Gonna, was is say, with Jimmy Butler.
0: Yeah, I mean, sure to Jimmy Butler, who has ever? I mean, they had some part-time players that uh, could hit the three now, and then, but they weren't starters. Uh, yeah. The, the the foreign connection there, what Ilya Sovich and. Um, I can't even remember what the other guy's name was because they both kind of faded into obscurity. Iliusova and Benelli, Benelli, right. Marco Bellinelli. Yeah, I mean, and they've they've had nobody else. Uh, they got a point. They got a guard who can't, who won't shoot.
1: Nope. I mean,
0: I mean, they've got some glaring. They threw
1: a damn parade when he made a three in a preseason game. <laughs>
0: The media went totally nuts when he nailed one during the regular season, but that's a whole
1: yeah, – yeah, I don't know. I thought know. the Eagles won the Super Bowl again.
0: I mean, they – compared to what they should be – although i got to wonder, Nate, is that not just maybe uh, people buying into the hype and all of that, that they maybe really – they're a good team, but they're not a great one and they're never going to be.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with, with the personnel and the coach as well, but I, they, they've been disappointing. It's safe to say they've been disappointing. I had him finishing higher because I thought that Joel Embiid would have an impact like this year, but he hasn't. And I, we may have seen Joel Embiid stealing. It's a possibility because unless he unless he gets better, you've seen what we've seen. Like he's not extending his range as much. He can hit out shots sometimes, but he's shooting way too often. Uh, his defense is good, but not great. Simmons is a, a train wreck. In terms of offensive capabilities, he is a nightmare on offense. His plus-minus is, is awful most of the time. He uh, puts up stats, again, they're empty stats most of the time. I don't know. Just something about that team, man. But uh, anyway, let's get back to this. Um, the sources say that the NBA Players Association leadership did drag players. It is mandatory to stay on the Disney World campus in Orlando during play. There won't be packing vices on players but their goal is to keep everyone in the safe environment. So apparently there was rumors going around that there would be uh, tracking devices put on players to keep them, you know, just to know where they go. Uh, that's To me, that's a little extreme, I think, don't you?
0: Already there, courtesy of Bill Gates.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently there's going to be a two to three preseason games there is no plan for an anti-drug testing. There's going to be 1,600 maximum compa- capacity in Orlando. So they're only going to be allowed the play with the players, I guess the coaches, the personnel, no more than 1,600 people in the whole and we, and we area. Got,
0: and we got how many teams going again? 16? 22. Okay, 22 by what? 14 players on a team?
1: Uh, let's just go ahead and do it this way. Let's take 1,600. Divided by twenty-two, that would be seventy-two uh, so 70, per
0: team. Okay, so seventy-two personnel per
1: team. So uh, well, if we'll you got, Yeah, yeah.
0: Call it seventy-five. Let's call it. 75. Call it
1: seventy-three actually if you round up. But yeah, okay, okay seventy-five. Well, okay,
0: call it seventy-five. So take off fifteen players, let's say. So that's okay. sixty. Uh, coaching staff is probably even pared down as what four or five at least.
1: Well, no, because you got trainers, you got coaches. Well, oh, you
0: know, I'm just talking coaches. You got, you got probably uh, four or five coaches. We'll say five,
1: so that would be 55. Okay,
0: so, so that gets you to 55. Then you've got whatever training staff and medical people you're going to need, which is probably another, what, seven or eight at least. I'd say 10 more. just to be safe. Let's say 10. Okay, it's, okay, so that's got you down to what, 45?
1: 45, 45.
0: Uh, all right, so if you were going to allow every player – could only bring
1: two people so so 14 28
0: okay but i'm just saying i mean even if they were allowed to bring three people each that would be 42 people yeah takes care of it okay so there's going to be guys i mean there's going to be guys who only got a wife maybe or or none maybe you got girlfriend or whatever but there's going to be guys that got a wife and three kids and that kind of stuff so that probably doesn't really work um and that's not counting whoever's gonna i mean there's gonna be refs there's gonna be uh whatever uh, score guys and all uh all this kind of stuff there's got to be some kind of support staff in there for the 1600 too that can't just be players you know somebody's got to be looking after them and feeding them and cleaning up and uh all that's you know, hospitality and all that sort of stuff i mean too i mean you got to have what 10 15 drug dealers
1: well again if they're only allowing 1,600 maximum – yeah, really uh, – capacity, <laughs> what about this? Are they are they counting as the people that work at the hotels too?
0: Well, that's what I'm – yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, are they counting the, the, all the hospitality staff and I – mean, yeah. right. I mean, there's going to have to be at least 10 hookers per team, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Give or take. Especially, especially if there's no wives there, I mean.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so really?
0: that That number
1: might go up, I mean. Might need might need to bring about twelve apiece for the coaches.
0: it. I mean, there's it's just it doesn't sound like enough enough room for everybody to bring you know three or four family members, and you're going to have guys yeah. who've got bigger families, and uh, yeah, so and that doesn't you know, okay now. So if you get to bring your family and kids, does the coach get to bring his? And does the ref get to bring his? And yeah. oh, by the way, oh yeah, we got to count yeah.
1: the refs too.
0: Yeah, I mean, and oh yeah, this guy's got a grandma who 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 lives with him, and he she's old, so we're gonna bring her too. And you know, where do you stop it? So it's probably easier to say nobody.
1: To, I mean, you know, honestly, as you,
0: yeah, as you said earlier, is. Is, the NBA is not beholden to to make these guys' family lives any better for these seven weeks. I mean, that's it sucks, but it. God Lord, you've been locked up with the people for the last three months. I'm going to guess that a lot of guys are going to be happy
1: to get away. Well, you would think that. You you would, well, not, you would not, really not think not so that, much because but... they
0: hate their families or anything, but just i I'd, I'd be happy to be back playing basketball. And if the price I got to do is okay, I can't see my family for a couple of weeks. I mean, I don't. I mean, I I'm a big family guy, and I probably wouldn't like that very much. But I'd probably still do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let, let's also look at this here, more of this. Uh, they're also going to actually potentially have crowd noise at these games. You know how they're doing it, Tim?
0: Uh, 12,500 holograms with audio tape. Real-to-real, real, Nate.
1: Real the to real, NBA real. 2K crowd noise sounds. Oh, good Lord, Really?
0: I mean, I can't can't say as I've heard, though, so I should probably uh, reserve judgment on that.
1: It doesn't sound bad. I I mean, if you play the games, but I don't know how it'll sound with the. I mean,
0: why wouldn't you just take a tape of the uh, crowd noise at the uh, homecoming parade in Shinston for Ed Vogas? I
1: mean, well, I mean, we don't want to drown. We don't want people to die of deafness. So.
0: There would be no downtime in that tape,
1: I guess. So. No, not not a not a scratch. We'd only have to play it once. Will the um,
0: uh, will the crowd noise include the inappropriate racial slurs? I mean, no. <laughs> well, going to be very realistic,
1: then, is it? Well, I mean, Russell Westbrook will probably get tossed, but still. I mean,
0: will they Will they have the odd, you know, hey, LeBron? You suck. Well, you know, no, that like,
1: that, <laughs> that that's usually like that. from the players. But
0: quit <laughs> yelling at me, LeBron.
1: I don't know if they're going to allow Dan Gilbert there or not. Uh, You're not my coach. Stop it, LeBron. Yeah. Quit it. So Dan Tony, stop now. But uh, okay. here's well, another. That brings up a, no, that brings
0: up a certain. Not to cut you off. That brings up a, a certain thing that I never really thought about until just this minute. What are they going to do during timeouts and stuff? Play white noise so that the other team can't hear them.
1: Yeah, they always play music. They'll probably play some music. They always play music during the timeouts. Uh, uh, I mean, all
0: right. And then what about the, as far as the broadcast goes? Because there's no way they're not picking up those noises. They're going to have to turn the mics off.
1: I mean, they or might, ho- I mean,
0: Or hope nobody's dropping I mean, they go in there every once in a while, but you got to know some hateful stuff is said during some of those meetings that never no, I'm makes sure. the light of day. Well, it should. You're supposed to not like the other team, but uh, I don't know. I mean, they're going to have to – I hope that they don't go, okay, this is how we're doing it, and we're not bending from this formula no matter what. They should come up with whatever idea they want to go with. Let's try this. All right, we played two or three days' worth of games. What's the feedback? Right, because, I mean, that really is the only thing that's going to matter right now is what people watching at home think of it because there's no live crowd to consider. So, and they want to keep eyes on the product for advertisers because it's the only way they're going to make any money right now so i hope they're at least open to okay fans don't like this or that doesn't you know like their stupid uh horse thing there that went off so horribly
1: um, <laughs> yeah god yeah
0: you know you don't want a repeat of that so uh, i very hope they're true. willing and i hope they're willing and ready to go okay that didn't work uh we got to try this or let's switch it up and, and give this a go or whatever it is but because, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I'm ready for sports to come back, but they're they're riding the razor-thin line between uh, people being really, really excited and people going, you know what? I haven't seen this for three months, and this stuff is garbage, and I'm not watching this either, and I'm going back to doing whatever it was I've been doing. Yeah, I mean, you're and, uh, right. I mean, well, Major League Baseball is right on the cusp of mm. people, are, people are sick and tired, they don't care anymore. They did for a while about the players getting shafted or owners or however, whatever side of that argument you're on. But it's getting to the point where can you guys just make up your, you know, we're quabbling about half a million dollars now, dudes. The people in the real world don't care. Are you going to play yeah. or not? Because if you're not shut up and let's just kill it and be done with it. Because they're, well, they blew. I mean, we talked about it the last weeks. They have blown. They baseball should be back on already. There's oh, no yeah. reason why it couldn't be. I mean, it's basically social distance itself for the most part, except at home plate. Uh, and yeah, other than basically. that, yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, they like they should have been playing already, and they blew a chance to grab a, a huge lead in being first back, uh, first market share, all those things that advertisers and networks care about, and they blew it. And I, th- I think Major League Baseball is going to be in trouble. I really think their numbers Baseball. are going to suck.
1: I've said this, baseball is baseball's worst enemy right now. And that is the truth, and that's how I feel, that baseball has hurt uh, yeah. baseball quite I mean, a bit.
0: They have shot themselves in the foot repeatedly, even worse than the NFL, and that's saying something. Uh, yeah,
1: usually nobody makes a, a bigger ass out of themselves than the NFL, but they, they've they done it.
0: I mean, now I mean, I read yesterday they, the owners made some proposal. The players – Uh, apparently didn't even look at it and made a counter proposal. And I'm like, how the hell do you make a counter proposal if you didn't look at the one you were given?
1: I honestly don't think they want to play. I really don't. That's where I'm at.
0: Well, I think the owners are, will play, but it's going to be on our terms entirely. And if we don't get those terms, we don't care because we're billionaires. So we really don't care. And then you've got from my take anyways, then you've got the players association where they only seem to be concerned about the upper echelon, big money-making players. and you know, the Mike Trout's of the world who, okay, well, Mike Trout's going to lose $19 million or whatever it is. Okay. Yeah, that sucks, but he's still making 15. So if we got a compromise yeah. to keep, to keep the guy who's, you know, cause I think the last proposal, it was the, uh, the league minimum guy is only going to make 200 grand. Well, okay. You and I go, well, 200 grand, what the hell's he complaining about? But, that's not really that much money. When you figure he's got to give some to his agent, he's paying for stuff out of pocket. Some of it, Um, he's probably not making any great amount of money
1: um, to be honest. Uh, But again, he's the one that needs to play more than the Mike Trout.
0: Right. So that's my point is that they, for some reason, like the players association seems to really be concerned about, well, our, our big money guys are not going to make big money. Well, yeah, Well, the,
1: think about it this way, the bigger the money they make, the more they give the players association. Right. Yeah, that would so, be my way of looking at it, but the uh, players association is concerned about their own ass. That's exactly what well, that
0: is. Well, they in, in my opinion, they that union is in trouble because if their season doesn't go All right, and I don't know when they need a new collective bargaining agreement, but I from what I read, I uh don't 2021 think cool. next year. Okay, so it's not far off. So how do you go to your, your uh, membership with any amount of, like, you got no credibility?
1: Well, that's been kind of the problem is a lot of people are saying they've started the collective bargaining agreement. During Already? This. Yes. They've basically started this. And that's been the major problem is they're not concerned about a season. They're concerned about getting their collective bargaining agreement done now. And that's wrong, in my opinion. I think they need to wait on that. But, again, they're, I think they're looking at it saying, well, we're not going to be able to make the money anyway this year that we would normally make. So, a lot of them are saying, let's just go ahead and start this debate and try to get as much as we can out of the owners. And then we'll worry about next season. Because a lot of them don't want to play right now.
0: No, I mean, they're, and they're kind of going at it like they're forgetting that the season never started. This isn't like an off-season debate about what are we going to do come next year. They're already in the hole, and I don't know if they yeah. realize how far in the hole they really are. People are have had enough. I mean, if it was just I don't a know if they realize, realize it was, or,
1: or I don't know if they realize either. or I don't think that they care. That's possible. That's kind of a.
0: If it was just a strike during the regular season, the hardcores will come back from that. They have before. But when you're – it's a hard pill whether they're right or wrong. It's a bitter pill to swallow for people to hear that some guy – I'm I'm having to sit at home or have had to sit at home for two and a half months. I I've had to take the government handout to survive and you're crying because you're only going to make yeah. 75% of what you were getting, even though they're not, the players aren't wrong about that. That should be probably not. Doing. I mean, they,
1: yeah, they have a reason to gripe, but at the same time, it's like, this is millionaires and billionaires arguing over dollars and cents. And it's like guys, and, and, you know, yeah,
0: and, but, but it's million, it's billionaires and millionaires are arguing over dollars that regular folk don't have, but do you want me to yeah. spend watching you? And that just doesn't sit very well.
1: No, it doesn't. Uh, One more thing here. Let me bring this up. Actually, a couple more things we need to talk about, honestly. Um, Here was some of the, the things the players learned. NBA Players Association informed players that the NBA and the NBA Players Association will conduct coronavirus testing every single night during the resumed season. Mouth swabs, light nasal swabs, not the fully invasive nasal swabs. And if you're ever had a fully invasive nasal swab, um, you, don't you, will oh, yeah, I, you don't want to be thankful. You don't want to listen. You don't want a second one. <laughs> I have had. I am trained to give those. And when we went through the training, uh, we had to give them to our partners in our lab, and they suck. Is that
0: uh, but, part of? Was that part of the plea bargain?
1: Yes. Oh,
0: okay. Fair
1: <laughs> also, a minimum seven days quarantine for a player if they test positive. So if they get, if they test positive, they're going to be quarantined for at least seven days uh, on a positive test. But that yeah, that's you know. mostly the news from the the NBA side of things. Uh, that I've read. Have you read anything about soccer? I saw that Major League Soccer was getting soccer. ready to make a return.
0: I don't know about Major League Soccer. European Soccer, the Ger- Germans are, are are already playing and have been for a week or two already. Um, the EPL, the, the English Premier League, goes back, I believe, next week. Uh, no crowd. And I'm not sure what kind of COVID uh, – I haven't seen Not anything them about what they're doing as far as testing, and I mean because the UK got hit pretty hard. I mean, I mean, and that's a uh, you know a quick geography lesson. I mean, that's a pretty small country size-wise, uh, and you got like places like London that have got three and four and no. five te- three and four and five teams that are all in the same city, and it they're you know there's millions of people packed into that spot. But I believe they're – I, I want to say it's next we,
1: a week Wednesday. I, I, I think believe. according to this, uh, MLS clubs, that's Major League Soccer, are returning to full team training, and that was uh, posted on June 4th that MLS was coming back. Uh, Italy's okay, top soccer that, league will be back June 20th.
0: I mean, MLS is like uh, –
1: well, yeah, I know, but
0: still, yeah, I know. yeah EPL is back on the uh, next next Wednesday. The uh, okay. Spanish league, Spanish league is back. The German league is already. It looks like soccer is really why next Wednesday will be back full full swing pretty much everywhere, except for America, except for in the uh, uh, Western Hemisphere.
1: And, and, do you, and I are, don't know if you saw. I don't know if you saw the the leagues update what they're doing. Uh, not to get back to basketball real quick, but did you see that the league? um three days after the uh the end of the season after the end of all this and the, the finals or the, the, if there's a game seven of the nba finals it'll be played on october 12th on october 15th is the nba draft oh you gotta love it no you gotta <laughs> I was love like, it oh I man this is awesome this is like a dream come true i don't have to wait for the nba draft yeah, no.
0: Yeah, not only do we have to wait, but we know there's going to be some teams that are going to screw that up because they only got three days to figure it out for some of them. Well,
1: the, of course the Knicks are there; they'll always find a way to screw it up. <laughs> yeah,
0: but the Knicks are the Knicks are going to have two months to figure out how to. They they need oh, the time they normally have about
1: they normally have about six and they somehow figure out a way to screw yeah, it up. <laughs> they, well,
0: they they need that time to figure out how they're going to screw it up because they do it in a new way almost every year.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Speaking, um, speaking of New York, Nate. Uh, okay, peripherally, of course. Uh, whatever Go happened ahead. to Sweet? Whatever happened to Sweet Lou?
1: You know, that's a good question. I haven't seen her. We haven't seen or heard from Lou in a hot minute. Lou, you're uh, hey out I, there. I, there I calling, mean, I hope he's <laughs> all, calling
0: Lou. I hope. I hope he's all right, considering where he lives. I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, that's uh, the hard-hit market. Uh, calling yeah, Captain
0: heard, Lou, it, Captain it, Lou. It, it occurred to me the other night that we hadn't, I uh, hadn't heard the sweet strains. Of we, haven't when... we haven't heard from Lou. Uh, we haven't heard
1: from our man down in Atlanta either. Um, Nosh haven't heard from Nosh yeah. in a hot minute. Well,
0: Lord, Lord only knows with, with, for him. I mean, God, I, can't, I don't even want to think of the scenarios there. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, true. Don't know how to get um, a hold of him. Actually, I think I might have his number somewhere. Sweet Lose, I, I think we got someplace, I think. Well, that and his PIN number and the other 14 numbers, you need to get hold of them.
1: Well, you got to have that PIN number. Make sure you hit pound or it won't right. work. Right. Uh, they won't
0: let you in. They won't let you in. They right. well, won't let you in.
1: Um, one thing I want to bring up. Did you know what tonight was? Shut up. you what know what tonight was? <laughs> it's a
0: Wednesday night.
1: Well, it was uh, it, it was Major League Baseball's draft night. night oh, was the night cares?
0: that. Oh, oh man. You want, to talk about, you want to talk about boring. Let's draft a bunch of players, whom of which you have never heard of a single one. Not one do you know. You couldn't tell me who the number one pick was or prospect. I have no clue. Wouldn't mean anything, even if you told me.
1: That's very true.
0: No, but well, I Tim, also do follow baseball. But.
1: Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and pay some bills. We've got a couple of bills to pay, and we'll be back on the other side of this. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game systems, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like, and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing, assemble, and head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Are you tired of the same old average, everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to StripCamFun.com. On StripCamFun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over to StripCamFun.com, where you can strip on cam and have some fun. When you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone. must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Stripcam Fun. Be sure to visit right now, at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on camp and have some fun. Thanks to our great sponsors Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC and of course, Stripcam Fun. Go check them out. All right, Tim, we're going to do something a little different here to end the show. I mean, this has been a, a different show altogether, but we're going to end the show a little differently. Right now, we're going to get in our way back machine. And uh, for the next, you know, 25 minutes or so, we want you to sit back and enjoy. This is a throwback. to.
0: We're going all the way back
1: to 2018. Uh, I think it's actually, is it a little further than that, I thought? Or it might
0: be, well, it might be 2017, but it's no further back than
1: that. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. Either way, (laughs) we're getting our way back machine all the way back to the days at Laughcast Studios when
0: okay, Tim was, Tim was just a, a
1: guy. Tim was just a guy, and your boy Nate here was hosting was, was with Dr.
0: You were just a girl, and I was just a I boy. was just
1: a girl. I'm Enough just some a girl. girl.
0: No, yeah, okay, ah. yeah. There's that, but isn't that some line from a I'm just a girl in love with a boy, or I'm just a boy in love with a girl, or some damn
1: thing. Ah, will find Anyway, yeah, we're going anyway, back to the
0: glory days. We're going back to the glory days of TR Shock, ladies and gentlemen. And
1: what you're going to hear is a quiz it's put true. together by Tim and myself the 76er Trivia Challenge. TR Shock, Tom Robinson, again, yeah, our producer at the time, Jeff Simmons, who's now in New York uh, doing some big time radio stuff. Yes. Not
0: full – Oh, go ahead. I was just hello. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying in full disclosure, it was an extremely inebriated Tom Robinson. Uh um,
1: every like, year. Like, year. Like,
0: okay, but Okay, but at Laughcast he was really I mean, he was knee deep in empties on this episode from what I recall. So
1: Yes. And uh we put together this trivia <laughs> challenge with uh Tim and I did and I hosted it uh i'm i'm looking forward to this i haven't heard it in years so i
0: just recall uh the dispute over the uh the process and that's about all i remember
1: okay well let's go ahead and get to it you'll you might hear tim and i laugh in the background some because we're going to be listening to this so all right let's uh, roll
0: well hold on we got a new segue you ready for this yeah once nate rolls the tape
1: the Trivia Challenge. Who knows their 76ers? Jeff, hit it! All right, folks, here's the oh. rule. Dr. and Jeff. I forgot about yeah. the music. <laughs> oh, you got me, T.R.?
2: Yes, I'm trying to get in position whether I have to hit a buzzer or wave my hand or what.
1: Oh, no, it won't even work like that.
2: All right. All right. If I don't know here's the answer, I'm works. just going to say something totally to appall people.
1: All right, here's here's how it works. I will ask TR and Jeff questions. Good Lord. I'll start with TR because age before beauty. I'll ask TR the question. TR has a chance to answer. If he knows it, he answers it. He gets a point. If not, Jeff gets a chance to steal. If he knows it and answers it, he steals. <laughs> then the question goes to Jeff. Listen and to that same grade thing. One and that's how we're going to do it, fellas. The, uh... No trying to hit a buzzer. No trying to put your hand up first. <laughs> All it is, I'm going to ask each of you a question. I got 20 questions here. We'll go through all 20. At the end, whoever has the most points wins. Okay, easy enough.
3: Yeah, let's uh, let's go. Bring it on. I don't know how right. great I'm going to be uh, pre 90s, since I wasn't alive. Uh, I mean, I could I could probably get away with uh, a few here and there.
1: Well, all right, folks. This is all 76ers trivia because these are our 76er guys, and who knows who is going to be. The king of Philly tonight. Who's going to win the cup? The and by cup. that, they, they win a Cold Dixie cup to piss in if they need to, or a Red Solo cup. All right. Seventy wow. six. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you do? Edit? After on? that I song, think I, I think Jeff it and I both win. Well, hey, All right, here we go. TR, we'll start with you. Question. <laughs> Number one, the first ten questions were submitted by Mr. Tim Dombrova. I did the last ten. So, thank you, Tim, for all your help. Question number one, who leads the Sixers all-time in scoring with 21,586 points?
2: Ooh, I know this. All-time scoring leader for the Philadelphia 76ers. Ooh, I know this, actually. Uh, You're not going to steal it yet because – a guy who played a lot longer here than Julius Irving would be Allen Iverson. Wrong.
1: Incorrect. Jeff, chance It is Mr. Hal Greer. That is correct. Jeff gets a point.
2: I don't know if there's some collusion before I came in here. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I none, knew that.
1: None at all. Okay. There's no collusion. Jeff, all right, Jeff.
2: Jeff bringing Jeff. up a 1966 team, and he's worried about the 90s. <laughs>
1: All right, Jeff leads one to nothing. Here's question two. This one's for Jeff. Jeff, who is the only 76er to win a Finals MVP award? Ooh. All right, and I, hold on, and he did it in
2: 1983. What the fuck are you doing that <laughs> for? I didn't get no hint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'm gonna... Oh, man, I want
3: to. That's. Tough man. Oh, man, was it was it Doctor J or was it it uh, Malone Moses Malone? What?
2: what? What's your final answer? What answer are you going, man? Um, I'm going for the steal. Ah
3: mm. oh, man, I'm gonna go Moses Malone.
1: That is correct. Oh nice, Jeff gets the point. <laughs> Jeff is up two nothing. Tr, time for a comeback, pal.
2: Yeah. I got the All baby right. face shine on Jeff now. I got to switch <laughs> the All <laughs> right.
1: Question number three. TR, the 76ers have had two players win rookie of the year. Who were they?
2: One's easy. Um, two should be easy, I think.
1: You must get both to get the point.
2: Yeah, well, Michael Carter Williams is one.
1: That is correct. Who's the other?
2: Drew Holiday.
1: That is incorrect. Jeff Chance to steal, and Michael Carter Williams is one clearly. Who's the other? Um,
3: damn. And I, I, I don't, don't know. Even, I'm gonna. I don't even remember this. I'm gonna say I, I don't think Iverson won it was it Simmons? Um I don't know. Uh I I guess I got to go AI. Yeah, you want it.
1: That is correct. Oh
3: man, nice.
1: Oh, Iverson <laughs> and Michael Carter Williams Jeff leads three, 3 to three nothing. nothing. I'm getting
3: a little I mean, there's a, there's twenty questions,
2: so we we still gotta
3: yeah I, thought, I gotta get eight more to at least win it, right? I
2: threw Drew Holiday in there because I thought it was a trick question. Uh, Iverson was the first that popped in my mind. He was number one overall pick, but go ahead.
1: All right, question number four, Jeff. In 1983, who did the Sixers beat to win the NBA title?
3: Oh shit, that I don't know, but. I guess. Uh, damn. Is it the Lakers?
1: That is correct. Four to nothing. Yeah, Man.
2: I knew three of them,
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, C R. All right, T.R. Question number five. In 2001 NBA Finals, what 76er led the series in points-per-game average with 35.6?
2: Allen Iverson.
1: Correct. Uh, that gets was, all that the was board. A,
2: That was a gimme, though.
1: Four to one.
2: Lakers God, were a goddamn gimme, too. <laughs> all
1: right, number six, Jeff. <laughs> in the 2011-2012 playoffs, the last playoff appearance by the 76ers, who led the Sixers in points-per-game average with 15.8?
3: Ooh. Was that
2: was that Drew Holiday?
1: That is correct. Five to one now. Jeff is up.
2: Sounds like a door song. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, Tr. <laughs> the Seventy Sixers have on? had four number one overall picks in the NBA draft. Can you name all of them?
2: Three easy. Iverson. Ben and markel the fourth, That's correct the fourth the fourth uh Ben iris and Markel faults the fourth would be the number one pick how many how much time do we have on this one thank you tom uh da, 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 da. who did they bring in number one <sighs> balls
0: Robinson is I a master a of time there. to land. He is.
3: I'm not. I'm on Facebook.
2: Uh, uh, Elton Brand.
1: That is incorrect. Jeff, can you name the four number one draft picks of the 76ers?
2: Man,
3: I have no idea. This is This is probably way before my time.
2: I actually have a second guess if he doesn't get it. (laughs)
0: That's not how trivia works.
1: I think he he didn't want the point. Oh, he does
3: want the point.
1: No guess?
2: Can you give me the year?
1: I don't have the year, no.
2: Elton Brand hmm. was the number one overall, though. But it wasn't for us. Yeah, yeah for Chicago.
3: No um, guess? It wasn't Jaleel, because he was three. I'm going to say it's before my time. I'm going to say it's like
2: real old school. Like You're right if, it, if my guess is right.
3: I'm going to say, was he white? Yep. <laughs> was it Doug Collins? <laughs> you fucking cheater.
1: Yes, it is, Doug Collins. There's no
3: way you pulled that out of your ass. Dude, Doug Collins he he was a great sixer. I actually met Doug Collins. He uh Bob was giving him works. hints. He comes in and uh, records commercials for uh Six local car points.
1: local car commercials. Six to one. God. Jeff, this is your <laughs> question. Weird, I Who is the winningest yeah. coach in seventy sixers history? Is it Doug Collins? No it is not It's a steal
2: Yeah I know it's a steal <laughs>
1: 454 <laughs> wins He sounds so irritated Because he's getting his ass kicked
0: <laughs> oh, what, a, what a dark
2: <laughs> There's a guy That coached the 83 team But I don't remember how long His tenure was So I'll say Gene Shue
1: that is incorrect. Guys, the correct answer was Billy Cunningham. That's the
2: guy who coached the 83 team.
1: So. <laughs> all right. TR, to you on this one. So the score uh, is still 6-1. Yeah. to one.
0: That was the answer I meant to give. Who has
1: the worst coaching record in team history with 253 losses? Brett Brown. That is correct. 6-2 to two now. <laughs> TR gets the All right, losses. next question. The last question of Tim Dombrova's questions. <laughs> And I'm so mad that I didn't put this one to TR. But, uh, Jeff, here's a question. Who came up with the phrase, trust the process?
3: That's
2: Joel Embiid, right?
1: That is incorrect. TR, chance to steal. Sam Hankey. Incorrect. It was 76ers guard Tony Roten. Really? Came up. Yes.
2: All right. Tony
3: Roten came up with that? Apparently.
2: Well then we gotta find him and execute. I think I
3: might have to, to fact
2: check this real quick.
1: Well you can fact check it. That was Dom Brova, I took his word for it. <laughs> Rotan was,
2: was here about that time. He was our leading know. scorer but couldn't play a lick if, if you looked at total game, but so yeah, it makes sense funny, that he might have said it, it in practice or something <laughs> and then that what they went for.
1: All right. Question eleven, T R. The score is six to two.
2: Have these to go are all on a run.
1: These are all my questions. What division do the 76ers play in?
2: Eastern and Atlantic, NBA Atlantic Conference.
1: That's right. Silence. That is correct. The Atlantic Division. Atlantic Division. Find oh, them and execute them. Atlantic Division. That's correct. So six to three. You gotta find them and execute them. Jeff, your question. The 76ers, before they came to Philadelphia, were known as the what?
3: The Warriors.
1: That is incorrect. C.R.? <laughs> I think this finger tapping.
0: because <laughs> he's trying to open a beer without making any noise.
1: Boy, this the is a great podcast. <laughs> animal- <laughs> that is also incorrect. <laughs> they were say? the Syracuse Nationals. Yeah, I knew he they were the, uh, Syracuse. But the I the <laughs> All right. All right, back to TR on this one. The score is 6-3 to three now. If I'm not mistaken. All right. Oh,
3: man.
1: Next question.
3: What question number is this?
1: 13, so it's 6-3, we're on question 13. TR, who did the 76ers take with the ninth overall pick in the 2004 NBA draft?
2: 2004 was the year of our Eagles. (laughs) What year is it now, uh, 2017? I have a guess, but I think it might be wrong. What number? (laughs)
1: 9? Number 9 pick in the 2004 NBA draft.
2: Andre what Iguodala. Year is it? That is correct.
1: Six <laughs> to four <laughs> now. They are on the run. Would have been my first guess. No.
3: My second guess would have been
1: uh, <coughs> Samuel Dalenber. It was Andre Iguodala. Uh, Dalenber reference. That's one you don't hear often. All right, Jeff. The Seventy Sixers traded Nerlens Noel for a top eighteen protected pick, and what two NBA players? <laughs> Must get both to get the point oh, God. <laughs> this, this has been way more entertaining than I thought it would be Oh
0: way better than I remember
1: <laughs> What year is it now?
3: <laughs> I'm completely drawing a blank So no guess? Yeah but
2: n- nothing
1: oh, Okay TR chance to steal Justin Anderson. That's correct.
2: But the second player is escaping me. And he escaped the team after, like, sitting on the bench. Uh, big white boy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Oh, man. Johnson. <laughs> yeah.
1: Correct. Okay. Six to five. TR, the drive to come back. What drama.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm sure the viewer's on the edge of their seats. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I, I'm enjoying this. Cool. Oh, All right, man. TR, your question. What team traded Dr. J to the 76ers? Nets. That is correct. Six Ooh, to six
2: man.
3: now. Six six.
1: Five ball games. How,
3: how many questions are left?
1: Got five left.
2: Ooh.
1: Question 16 for Jeff. The 76ers gave $125,000 to the Nets for the rights to the 51st overall selection in 2003 NBA Draft. Who was the player?
3: 2003?
1: 2003. Second round pick. The Sixers got him for one hundred and twenty-five grand. Damn, he's still in the league. I'll say that. Damn.
3: Do I have a time limit here? Can I think? Can I uh... think about
1: it? You can think about it.
3: Oh man, that's a that's a really tough. <laughs> that's probably the toughest question you've asked so far, and I know right. I'm gonna end up kicking myself because it's probably some something that I should know. He obviously – oh, man.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to have to pass. Still in the damn league? Yes. He came in in 2003 from the Nets?
1: No. Well, I mean, the Nets drafted him. He never played for the Nets. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But uh, 2003 team still –
1: and he's still in the league he played for the Sixers For a while
2: Jeez uh, but, uh, the hell I'm starting to smell smoke
1: The Nets uh, <laughs> Folks I don't know if you know this But I'm having fun oh, At no man! I'm having a blast
3: Ah oh, dude I know and, it I know it
1: And the light bulb Just went on for Jeff
3: God damn it <laughs> this is so obvious too
1: I thought it would be
2: Fuck <laughs> He's been around longer than Igadala and it's obvious And he played for the Sixers a while
1: He did God damn it <laughs>
2: God damn it! Do I get it? Do I get my pick back? Uh, I'm just gonna. No, you don't. I, I'm gonna say Kyle Corver Oh That's
1: man, great. he got it. Tr, TR damn, takes the lead.
2: That was it. I didn't know he was around that long.
1: Tr takes the lead, seven to six now. All right, Tr, you get this one. I really should move this question around, but all right, I'll ask it anyway. Tr. In the 2010 NBA draft, the Sixers selected who with the number two overall pick? Oh, man. Evan Turner. That is correct. Eight to six. All right, Jeff, here's you an easy one. Who did the 76ers acquire Wilt Chamberlain from in 1964? Oh, that's a gimme. (laughs) See, that I actually don't know. Really? Wow. I thought everybody knew this. (laughs) Boy, Because I know he went
3: to the Lakers.
2: Right.
1: But where did he come? From
2: (laughs) here.
0: Suddenly, TR is the voice of reason.
3: (laughs) Man, I'm drawing a complete blank. You don't...
0: You don't
1: get this one and T.R. gets it. It's game over. over. Seems like a trick question to me, but. Uh,
2: Was it the Warriors? San Fran?
1: It was the Warriors. That's what What seemed like the trick
2: to me.
3: Went
1: to to
2: Overbrook High School, Kansas College, Harlem Globetrotters, Warriors, Sixers, Lakers, I think. Good I job,
1: Jeff. Right, yeah. I need to pull that one out. Eight to seven now. Oh, sh- All right, TR. This one is the hardest question. No. I honestly believe that. So here we go. Who took over in 2009 as head coach for one season when Tony DeLeo returned to his office job? He coached the Sixers for one season only. What year? 2009.
2: Hmm. Bad era for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jeff over there. Is that Jeff I'm hearing?
2: No, No, that's me. Uh, Lionel Holland?
1: That is incorrect. Jeff for the steal and to tie the game.
3: Man, I have no idea. I think what, my banana? first guess would be someone that I think spent more than one season here.
2: Was it was it Mo Cheeks?
1: That is incorrect. Also, the correct answer was Eddie Jordan. Uh,
2: I don't even remember that. That that. Does they, anyone
3: know how long Mo Cheeks coached here?
1: Not a clue.
2: We had Cheeks. We had John Lucas. We had a lot All of right.
1: guys. Well, Jeff, it comes down to this. Is, it 20th, question. Is this.
2: is this the last question? Are we tied?
3: Last,
1: no, no, you're not.
2: Oh, good.
3: The
1: 20th question, if TR's up 8-7. to seven. You get this right, you tie the game, and I'll have to find some sort of tiebreaker. Um, if not, TR has a chance to steal and basically win. Even if he gets it wrong, you have to get this right, Jeff. So here we go. How many seasons did Charles Barkley play in Philadelphia? Oh, man.
3: Shit. I don't think it was 10. Had to have been under 10 or around there.
1: I can give no hints on the final question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a good host. Eight. You
0: bastard, you.
1: That is correct. No fucking
2: way. That's,
3: that
0: <laughs> that that's is correct. That's a fucking answer. <laughs> I was on 84, 85.
2: I had seven <laughs> in my brain. Oh,
1: my God. I didn't expect this. I did not expect a tie. <laughs> so I got to no come up with way. a bonus question to break <laughs> the tie. All right. Give me just a second, fellas. I didn't plan no, on this. I, I thought... I'm
3: actually really surprised in myself that... uh I know as much as I did. I was surprised with the Hal Greer.
1: Eight to eight. That I didn't know
3: because it's not AI, and that's like the obvious choice.
2: Yeah, that's surprising. Hal
3: Greer actually leads Sixers in a lot of categories,
2: I think. Must have played a lot of seasons.
1: All right. If you guys can figure this out, this goes to T.R. first, since it's his question. All right, T.R., there is a Hal Greer Boulevard oh, in what Christ. United States State. What the fuck? <laughs> Wherever the
3: fuck he
2: came from. I don't know where the fuck he came
3: from. I, where the uh, fuck
1: did he come from?
2: I actually think I know this. This is an obvious one. I'm gonna go just because of who asked it, West Virginia. Fuck you. That dude. is correct. <laughs>
1: Calgary <laughs> <laughs> Boulevard in Huntington, West Virginia That is correct, sir
2: It's only because you asked it i,
1: I had That's
3: no why I knew it was obvious
1: That was actually on a 76ers quiz site That's where I found it right, I'd I, forgotten I, I'll, I'll take that
2: squeak by win On a, a much it's younger opponent Win's the cup Yay, and everybody out there is like, who listens and, like, takes uh, my opinion seriously, just quit subscribing to the show, <laughs> which, which I believe you can do at iTunes or Apple. Uh, uh, was that a stupid question when I asked if iTunes and Apple were the same? Are they the same?
1: Yeah, Pop- they're the <laughs> Okay. Uh, and that's our flashback, 76 to 3. Stupid
0: question, yeah. <laughs> oh we gotta find him and we gotta execute him
1: that's the line of the night (laughs) yeah that's a
0: that is like vintage tom robinson that's a that's
1: that's an all-timer line right there well uh
0: the baby (laughs) was pretty good too
1: yeah it was pretty good there was some good stuff in there that was actually more fun than i thought it was gonna be
0: (laughs) i forgot about some of that yeah we're gonna have to do that again because that was worth the effort that was pretty
1: good Uh, i'll find some more I'll find some more good times. But I'll tell you what, Ooh. thanks for tuning in, guys. iTunes, Podcast Addicts, Stitch, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you find podcasts, we're there. Thanks to New Law Office, Strip Cam Fun, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, and Stay Classy Meets. You know the sites. Check them out. And uh, support our sponsors. They support us. Couldn't do it without them. Thanks again, for everybody, for listening in. And he's at TileMan68 on Twitter. I am at Wide Jump. Check us out on Twitter and tweet us. Let us know how you like the shows. Tim, anything you want to add before we jet on out of here? Let's give a
0: quick, some quick shout outs: uh, the Bogus Clan, the Hoff Clan, uh, the Peterson Clan, the, uh, the Martinez Clan, and anyone associated with them. And of course, too, uh, and Scott family. Roberts
1: if Scott Roberts is Scott out there. Scott Roberts, man, what's up? yeah, that's yeah. He's an Instagram um, follower. Love, love you, Scott. Good guy.
0: Who else we got there? Uh, Sweet Lou, are you live, dude? Sweet Lou, let us know. Um, and Steve
1: New. Steve, Steve New, all those good people. Larry Damron, what's Dave, up, Larry Damron? Yeah, good, having...
0: good
1: guy. Good guy. The boys, Joe and Tim. Joe Pizza Pizza, Tim Heaney. Proud, uh, proud guys that share the show on Twitter for us. Uh, and Bobby Blaze, what's up, Bobby Blaze? Yeah, there's another one. Uh, Another guy I need to get I, back in touch with. Been a minute. And,
0: uh, and of course, and, our,
1: our good friend, uh, good friend of the show,
0: uh, Ariba McIntyre. That's of
1: really course, Ariba. 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 Well, you need, uh, right. you, need
0: uh, you need dinner tomorrow, Ariba? Let my buddy Nate know.
1: <laughs> yeah, just do that. See what happens. <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Next Ariba. week, Part 2. Dance, Dunk, and
0: Devalor, Part 2. Be ready for it.
1: Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addicts, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search wide men can't jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the Law Offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com. Stripcampfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC Located at Facebook.com Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC And Stay Classy Meats Where you can check them out at StayClassyMeats.com And use promo code WIDEMEN To save 10% on your order And receive a free pound of Montana grass fed ground beef Follow us on Twitter At WideJump And be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there Thanks again for listening And we'll see you next time on the Men Radio Network